My name is Erica Talia McCarthy, and I use gratitude as a cornerstone for attracting everything I want in my life. I am here to show you how to reduce stress, create great habits, and develop a winning mindset that will allow you to create the life of your dreams by planting gratitude seeds and watching your gratitude garden grow. Come on my journey with me as I share what has worked and what has not worked in my life. Let's manifest, change our mindsets, and make this world a better place together. Welcome to the Gratitude First Garden. I am so happy you are here. Hey God, it's me. God, I am just feeling so down and so defeated today. As you know, I'm trying to start this business and run this business and grow this business. And there are a lot of tough moments, God. There's a lot of times where I don't have all the answers. I have absolutely nothing figured out. And the part that I think hurts me the most is that I don't have a blueprint of what it takes to build a successful business. No one in my family has ever done what I'm trying to do. My friends haven't done what I tried to do and they give great advice. They have so much wonderful input. But I just don't understand like how I can make this dream a reality if I don't have any examples of people who have been able to do it. I feel like I need a blueprint, God. I feel like I just need some map, a map. And yeah, like I have my coaches and I have courses and I can read information and read books. But I just feel like if I had someone close to me who actually has done this before. Maybe it would go a little bit smoother. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, God, but that's just how I'm feeling today. I just feel like I need a blueprint. Am I even the one, God? Am I the one who's able to bring this dream of mine into reality? Am I the one who can really start the successful business in my family? Am I the one? God, I'm just asking for some wisdom and some guidance today. Thank you so much. Amen. Erica, you are the one. The generational patterns in your family around business and with 
you. gardeners let us take a moment to show a bit of gratitude today let us close our eyes and take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and think of some ways that we can show a bit of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? Who are you grateful for? Maybe you're simply grateful for the fact that you had a chance to relax and rest. Maybe you got to spend some quality time with your family or friends or loved ones and you're so grateful for that maybe you had a major win in your business or at work and you're super grateful for that maybe the fact that you woke up today and you're here and you're breathing and you have another day available to you to make your dreams come true. Maybe you're grateful for that. Let us just take a few moments to sit quietly and reflect on what or who we're grateful for today. Let us do that now. very good my gratitude first gardeners let us take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and let us open our eyes and we'll start the show after this short break First Gardeners, how are you doing today? OMG, (laughs) 
I hope you are having an amazing day. I hope you guys have had a great week. And of course, I want to chat with you. I want to hear all about your week, all about the fun and exciting things that are going on in your life. So you can come and find me on Instagram or TikTok or in my Facebook group or on YouTube at Gratitude First. That is Gratitude1ST. I love, with a capital L, connecting with you. I have had so much fun in my DMs this week, uh, just meeting new people, chatting it up, forming connections, all of that good stuff. So please feel free to come and talk to me anytime. And you guys, my DMs are like blowing up. So (laughs) if it takes me a day or two to get back to you, no worries. It's just that I have, you know, a lot of messages that I'm answering. So um, I will definitely get back to you though. So I love you so much. And yeah, come and chat with me. So you guys, I have had so much fun this week, especially with my son. Like, OMG, you guys. So he is three and a half. And uh, if you are a parent, like, isn't it just amazing to see how your child is growing and how they're developing. And, you know, I can just see my son getting more mature, like the things that he says, you know, the way that he behaves. (laughs) I feel like we're finally, you know, starting to come out of those, what do you call it? Terrible twos. Well, his terrible twos extended a little bit past the time, (laughs) but I feel like we're finally coming out of that phase. So we have had a ton of fun this week, you guys. And one thing we did was we went to it's kind of like a lake that's near us. Um, More like a man-made beach though, because it has like the sand and the water. And we went there because here in Atlanta, it's still hot outside for the most part, even though it's like the middle of September. So I, you know, before it really, really started to get cool, I wanted to, you know, just like take him swimming and have some fun in the water. And I've just been really feeling like I needed to get near water because, you know, water is so healing, you guys. Like, have you ever noticed when you take a bath or like a really good long hot shower, you feel so good? Like if you're having a stressful day, you feel so much better if you want, you know, clarity around a situation, like taking a long hot bath can give you that clarity. I actually got the idea, the whole download for my book, you guys, while I was in the shower. So they say like when you're taking a shower and in the bath, you know, it's a a time when your mind is like clear. So, you know, God, spirit, universe, 
can like send you messages because, you know, usually when you're in the bath or the shower, you're kind of just wanting to relax. So it's a time when your mind is open and not like bogged down with a bunch of thoughts. So it's like the perfect time for God to like send you messages. And also, you know, in the dream world, I get a lot of messages in my dreams as well, because of course, you're not in your waking conscious state and God can deliver messages for you to you. So yeah, like, yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that. But yeah, water is so calming. So I have just been feeling this tremendous pull lately to go to the water and just to be in a huge body of water, like more than just my bathtub. (laughs) So I did that with my son and I hit two birds with one stone. Like me and my son had so much fun. It's like we had a blast, you guys. He absolutely loves the water. And I got to, you know, clear my energy and ground myself at the same time. So it was like a win-win. So You guys, I want to encourage you if you are, you know, feeling pulled to do something like, you know, even if it's just going to a body of water or taking a walk in nature or reading a book. One thing I have been um, feeling pulled more towards is to read like physical books more. I love listening to like audiobooks a lot and things like that. But, you know, God has really been saying, no, you know, start picking up and actually reading physical books more like you used to. And one of the books I'm going to tell you guys about a little bit later, but if you are feeling pulled to do something that is like maybe out of your norm, just do it, you guys. There is a reason why you know, spirit is pulling you to do that. Maybe you need, you know, healing in that area, or maybe you're going to get some type of really important message, or, you know, maybe you're looking for clarity around a situation and, you know, taking a walk or going to the water or whatever. Maybe you can find a message in a book or in a song, right? So if you're being pulled towards something, you guys, I just want to encourage you to listen to that voice and do that thing because you have that nudge for a reason. So, and even if it's just to have fun with your your family, your significant other, or your kids, you guys, because maybe, you know, you just need to play and have fun and connect, you know, whatever, just do it, you guys. There is a reason why you're being pulled and like, oh, I just... I know you could like hear me smiling through the <laughs> through your your earbuds or whatever, but it was just so much fun to go to that little man-made beach with my son. So I want to encourage you guys to do the same if you're feeling those pulls. Okay, you guys. So <laughs> long intro for today. Um, but we are going to get into this episode. And the episode today, guys. Uh, I want to talk about business and generational patterns, or some might call it generational curses around your business. And I know that this is kind of an off-center topic, but just stick with me here. I'm going to tie it all together. But you guys, one thing 
ironically, believe it or not, <laughs> that sparked this topic for me is um, I am reading Grant Cardone's. Well, actually, I just finished it today, but I was reading Grant Cardone's book called The Millionaire Booklet. And if you don't know who Grant Cardone is, he is like this super, you know, uh, popular. Well, I would say one of the things he's most well known for is real estate. So he's a really big, like real estate investor, but he also has other businesses. He runs like um, major conferences. He's written books. So he does quite a bit. But I think one of the things he's really known for is real estate. And I was introduced to Grant Cardone um, when I, well, real estate is still very close to my heart. But when I was really, really, really big into real estate and like, you know, studying for my real estate exam, which I failed, <laughs> that was, <laughs> that's kind of a sore spot. That's kind of still tough to talk about. Guys, that is a hard test. So if you are listening to this and you have passed that, congratulations to you, because that baby was tough. But, um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I love Grant Cardone. So I, I was, I watched his show called The Cardone Zone on YouTube, where he talks a lot about like investing and real estate and stuff. And I was super big into his show, um, like some years ago, still love the show. And, um, that's how I was introduced to him, right? When I was really, really big into real estate. So, um, I, picked up his book, The Millionaire Booklet. And, you know, I really love this book because he just goes, it's a very simple book. It's a simple read. So, you know, I don't really like books where it's like I have to look up the words in like the dictionary <laughs> because I don't understand what they are saying, you know. So this is a very simple book, easy to understand. But he basically breaks down, you know, how he was able to build his wealth. And he gives you step-by-step -step instructions of how he did it. And this is definitely a book that you can get through very quickly. It's not a long book at all. And I absolutely loved it. I have so many little highlights. I love highlighting my books, you guys. <laughs> do you guys do that? I know some people hate like when people write and highlight in books, but I love to highlight in my books. So I have so many little highlights um, in my booklet. And yeah, it's a really, I enjoyed it. So I highly, highly, highly recommend it, you guys. And back to the story of how it relates to this podcast and generational patterns in your family. Um, so one thing that he wrote in this book, what really, really, really was eye-opening. And the sentence he wrote is, the reality is you are a business. You don't start a business. And I'm going to read that again. He wrote, the reality is you are a business. You don't start a business. 
And of course, you know, as he was writing this, he was talking about money and building wealth. And, you know, he even uh, talks about mindset in this book, which was so cool to me. But, you know, as soon as I read that sentence, you guys, I was thinking like, oh, you know, you have to embody being a business. And what I mean by that is, I did an episode really, really early on in this podcast where I was talking about treating your business just like you treat your nine to five. And what I mean by that is when you make your business, if you have a nine to five, for instance, when you make working in your business just as important as your nine to five, getting up every day and showing up in your nine to five, that's when you know you have shifted from your business to being a hobby to it being a business. And, you know, when I first started gratitude first, I was, you know, dipping and, you know, dabbing and little things, not really treating it like a business. And not to say that I wasn't passionate. I've always been passionate about gratitude first, but if you know even if you're passionate about something it doesn't necessarily mean that you know you're going to treat it like a priority right so i would say when i first started gratitude first it was it was definitely a hobby and it wasn't until i shifted my mindset that i really started to see things shift in my business and i had you know i was working in a nine to five. And when I started to say, you know what, if I have worked in my nine to five today, I am also going to work in my business. When I made that shift, you guys, like I started to see a lot of things happening, just things, you know, like flowing to me because I started to take my business more seriously. And so that's the first thing that I thought about when I read that sentence. And I want to encourage you guys to do that as well. And it's definitely not to say that you have to work to the point of exhaustion because, you know, if you have been listening to me for a while, I do not believe in that at all. Like, I don't believe in, you know, in their okay, let me back up. There are definitely going to be times in your business when you are pulling all-nighters. Like, you know, let's say you're launching something big like a course or maybe you have a client that is on the other side of the world or, you know, there are going to be circumstances in your business where you are going to have to put in the hours. You might be pulling all-nighters. You might barely get any sleep. Okay, so not to say that it never happens, but that definitely should not be the norm. And I am all about, you know, creating flow and giving yourself space for some self-care. You know, just like I went to the the little man-made beach with my son, allowing yourself to have fun and to play and do the things that you love, exercise, cook healthy meals, spend time with your families, definitely incorporate your spirituality (laughs) because that is something that I'm huge on. So it's not to say that, you know, all you do is work, 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 and you never have time for anything else. But my rule of thumb was, 
you know, you spend eight hours a day at work, right? Typically in your nine to five. So my rule of thumb was I would spend at least 30 minutes to an hour per day working in my business. And you guys don't have to start off that way. You can say, you know what? Every single day that I work in my nine to five, I'm going to spend five minutes a day doing something in my business. And you might be saying, Erica, (laughs) five minutes a day is absolutely nothing. What are you talking about? But guys, the point of this practice is to make your business a priority, make it a habit to actually start working in your business and become the business. Like Grant Cardone said, you are a business. You don't start a business. And When you start having that mentality of, you know, even though I'm not making as much in my business as I am in my nine to five, they are equals and I'm going to treat them as equals. So if I work in my nine to five today, then I'm going to do at least a five minute activity in my business because I want to show myself that my business is just as important, if not more important, right? So, you know, that's the very first thing that I thought of when I read that sentence. And I want to encourage you guys to embody that, right? Anybody has five minutes a day. If you tell me that you don't have five minutes a day, please contact me on Gratitude First because we are going to figure out your schedule (laughs) because you definitely have five minutes a day. So, you have five minutes a day to spend on your business. So if you're finding that your business is more of a hobby, like, you know, I work on it whenever I feel like it, you know, some weeks I can go weeks and weeks and weeks without doing an activity in my business. You know, guys, that's a hobby, especially if you're not generating any income right now. So you have to shift your mentality first and foremost to say, my business is just as important as my nine to five, even if I'm not making as much in my nine to five, because you have to, you know, step into that CEO role. And a CEO isn't going to just abandon his or her business and say, you know, I'm going to go for five, six, seven weeks without checking in with my managers or showing up because I don't want to, you know, (laughs) that's not going to happen, right? A CEO definitely has people running the business for her or him, but they're not just going to abandon the business, right? They're going to at least check in, right? So, you know, that's the the mindset that you want to have. You want to step into that CEO role and you want to just start doing something for five minutes a day, even if it's just, you know, starting to create a newsletter template or reaching out to somebody online and introducing yourself, maybe um, sending voicemails to your new followers on sh- social media to tell them how much you appreciate them, right? Like that has gone a long way for me, you guys, when I send voicemails voicemails to my new followers. Um, You can even do, you know, start a small course, you guys, like um, study something, read a business book for five minutes a day. Just do something, you guys, for five minutes a day that, that builds up the habit of you working in your business, right? And you will start to 
really see your mindset shift and you will start to see yourself step into that entrepreneurial and CEO role. Okay, so that is my first little spiel. Um, (laughs) But then, you guys, as I was reading more of Grant Cardone's book, I started, you know, that sentence just kept ringing over and over and running over and over in my head. And I said, you know, what else? Why is this sentence still here? Why am I still holding on to this? Like, what am I missing? Right. So I started to really think about that sentence of you are a business. You don't start a business on a deeper level. And for some reason, you guys, like the idea of generational patterns or what some people call generational curses ran through my head. And what I started to think about is, my goodness, you know, we're out here, we're starting our businesses, either you have already started one or you're thinking about starting one. And I started to think about, you know, our family members before us, our family members before us, many of them have probably also tried to start businesses, right? And many of you guys out there are the first person in your family to really, really make your business into something, like turn your business into something substantial, something that is tangible, something that you would consider a success. And even if you're not there yet, you are going to get there. And you're going to be the first person in your family who has actually, you know, seen their business through, you know, from an idea to actually putting in the hard work and the action and to seeing those tangible real life results of your action and your hard work and your visualizations and your prayers and your, you know, your your manifestation journals and whatever it is that you do in your daily life from you taking that idea and actually birthing it into physical reality. Like you may be the only one in your family that is actually going to do that. And, you know, I started to think about a message that I heard about how more than just health concerns runs through our family, right? We always hear about things like, you know, diabetes being passed down from generation to generation or, you know, high blood pressure or things like that. These different medical conditions that are passed down from generation to generation, right? We hear about that. But I was, you know, watching, either watching or listening to something, you guys, where they said, you know, also like emotional patterns and, and, you know, habits and things like that are also passed down from generation to generation. And so when Grant Cardone said, you are a business, I started to think about how many generations in our families have you know, try to start businesses. You are a business as if, you know, it's like in your DNA because so many of our family members and ancestors before us have probably tried to start a business or whatever. Maybe it was, 
maybe their dream wasn't to start a business, but maybe it was to be a ballerina or a pianist or a doctor or a lawyer, whatever that big dream was for them, they have tried to do it. And for some reason or another, they didn't, right? Maybe something happened, life got in the way, and they decided to take another direction. Maybe somebody told them that it will never come true, and they listened to that person. And so now it's sort of like, okay, now it's on, you know, you to really make that dream come true, not only for yourself, but also for your family members before you, your ancestors before you that haven't been able for one reason or another to make their dream of being a business owner or their dream of being fill in the blank a reality. And I started to think about how powerful that is, right? So often, you know, we start these businesses because we're like, you know, I've always had a dream of being an entrepreneur. I want to make more money. I want to have freedom. You know, I want to help more people. We have, you know, all of these wonderful things um, and ideas around why we want to start a business. But so often it is much deeper than that, isn't it? Like, If we were to sit down and maybe talk to our parents or talk to our grandparents or, you know, if you're fortunate enough like me to be able to talk to like your great grandma or great grandpa, you, you know, will hear stories of things that they have tried that have not succeeded for one reason or another And I said, you know, starting a business, it's so much deeper because you are, you know, paving the way for future generations before you. And it's to say that, you know, those generational patterns, those generational curses are going to stop with you because, you know, once you succeed in building this business, once you succeed in making this dream come true, then, you know, your family members before you are going to look at you and be like, oh my God, you know, he or she, they actually did it. They were the ones that did it. And the the generations that come after you, your kids, your children's children, they're going to look back on you and they're going to be like, you know, well, mom and dad did it. So I know that I can do it. Or your your grandchildren, they're going to say grandma or grandpa did it. So I know that I can do it. And I said, wow, what what a way to change your generational patterns. What a way to shift your DNA. What a way to build your legacy, right? And you guys, I want to encourage you, you know, if you are starting a business or you have started a business, I know it gets tough. I know how hard it is. I know there have been nights where you have cried, you have pulled our all-nighters, it has been hard, you have had to make so many sacrifices in your life to build this business, but I want you to think about how much deeper it is than just you building a business to make more money. Like, I want you to think about 
all of the people in your family that this is going to affect. I want you to think about, especially if you're the first one to do what it is that you're trying to do, I want you to think about how it's going to stop with you, that generational pattern of not, you know, being an entrepreneur, that generational pattern of not building a successful business, that generational pattern of letting your dreams die, it is going to stop with you. And oh my God, like how powerful is that? You are a business. You are the business. It is in your DNA. It is in your family history for many of you to be an entrepreneur. And you are going to be the one to show your family members, your past family members, the one who have come before you, and your future family members, your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, you're going to be the one to show them that it is actually possible and you're you're going to be the one to pave the way. So I want to encourage you to not give up. I know it's hard. I know you have had moments where you have wanted to quit because I have had those moments. I've had those moments where I have cried. I have had those moments where I have asked myself, what the heck am I doing? I have had those moments where I have questioned if I can even do this. Um, I've had so many those moments that you have had, you guys. I have had those moments too. But I want you to dig deeper and I want you to think about this on a more a deeper level or a more spiritual level and understand that this is not just about you building a business to make more money or to be your own boss, which is amazing, right? It is also about you breaking those generational patterns. And you know, that Shania Twain song, you guys, has been running through my head for the past couple of hours. The one that's called You're Still the One. And I do not know why this song has randomly popped into my head. And if you don't know it, it's a beautiful song. I absolutely loved it, but I haven't heard it in years, so many years. But it's um, it goes like, you're still the one, you're still the one I run to, the one that I belong to. You're still the one I want for life. You're still the one, you're still the one that I love, the one that I dream of. You're still the one I kiss. Good night. <laughs> Don't make fun of my singing voice, you guys. But that song has been running through my head. And, you know, maybe you're asking yourself, maybe you're like, am I the one? Am I the one that can really run this business? Am I the one who was meant to do this, right? If you have a strong desire, a strong desire 
to quit your nine to five and start your own business, you might be asking yourself, am I the one? Am I able to do this? Right. And God is saying you are the one. You're still the one. You're the one that can do this. You're the one that can make this happen. You're the one that can break this generational pattern, especially if you come from a line of family members who have tried, who have, you know, had these big dreams. They've tried and they've tried to make their dreams a reality. And for one reason or another, they haven't been able to do it. You're the one. You're the one. You're still the one, right? And you know, even if you say, well, I just want a side hustle, Erica, or, you know, I don't necessarily want to start a business. I'm just listening to your podcast for other reasons. <laughs> Whatever that big dream is, you guys, you have a big dream inside of you. So it doesn't necessarily have to be starting a business, right? You have a big dream inside of you. And whatever that big dream is, God is saying, you're the one, you're still the one. You're, despite your mistakes, despite, you know, your failures, and I put that in quotes because I look at failures as lessons. So despite the lessons that you've had to learn along the way, you are the one and you can do this. So I just want to encourage you today and motivate you and remind you that you have got this. You have got this in the bag or <laughs> whatever the teeny boppers or cool kids are saying nowadays. <laughs> I don't know what the cool phrases are nowadays, you guys, but whatever the cool phrase today that says, you know, you got this, you can do this, you know, keep going, whatever the cool phrase is for that, I want you to know you got it, you got it. And do not ever, ever, ever give up on your dreams. You are the one, you're the one. And you are going to be the one to show your family, you know what, it's possible. You might even inspire, you know, your older relatives to try for their dreams again. Once they see that you have succeeded, once they see that, you know, you put your head in the ground and you just dug in, once they see that you had tunnel vision and all of your hard work and your blood, your sweat, your tears, all of that paid off. Once they see that you did it, you're the one that did it in your family, you might inspire them, you guys. You might inspire them to go after their dreams away. Maybe they buried their dreams. Maybe their dreams are long gone for 10, 20, 30 years. And after they see that you have succeeded, they might, you know, get dig those dreams up again. It might spark something in them to to keep trying. And of course, with our future generations, our kids, our grandkids, you are definitely going to pave the way for them and show them that, yeah, they can be anything that they want to be, anything that they want to be, as long as they really put their mind to it, take action, believe in them, in themselves, have faith, they can do whatever it is that they set their mind to. And you're the one, you're going to be the one to show them that it is possible. It's not just talk, you know, uh, 
you know, you can talk about your dreams all day long. I'm a huge visualizer. I love to daydream. I love to visualize about my future. But, you know, it's one thing to talk about what you want to achieve, and it's another thing to actually do it. And so you're the one that is going to break those generational patterns and show people that it can be done, including your friends, right? Maybe you have a circle of friends who doesn't believe in themselves. Maybe they don't believe that they can start a successful business. And once they see that you have already achieved it, you know, they're going to ask you, oh my God, like, how did you do this? What did you do? Give us some pointers, give us some tips, right? So you're, you're going to be that trendsetter. You're going to be that way maker, right? You are going to be the one to unlock basically Pandora's box and show people that, you know, anything is truly possible. You are the one. And you guys, one thing I do want to make very clear is that never start something or have a goal or a dream that isn't authentically yours, right? So if you're just you know, starting a business or you're trying to achieve some goal because you think that, you know, because your parents told you to or your spouse wants you to, or, you know, you think that this is your path because this is what society tells you is supposed to be your path, but it's not truly and authentically what it is that you want. Um, One thing that NLP teaches us, and I'm just got my NLP certification. Yay! <laughs> my coaching certification. But one thing that NLP teaches us is that, you know, you should not have a goal unless it is truly and authentically your goal first and foremost, right? So when I'm saying all of this about, you know, achieving that business dream, you guys, I want to make it very clear to make sure that business dream is actually yours. It's not something that your parents parents said that you should do. It's not something that you heard someone talk about. And now you're like, oh, okay, maybe that's the only way for me to make money. Because anything that you love, anything that you're passionate about and that you take action towards and that you have discipline around can make you money, you guys. And in fact, it if you're passionate about it and you love what you do, you'll attract more money than if you're just starting something for the sake of making money, right? So, you know, that's one thing I want to make clear is that, you know, when I'm talking about building these business streams, make sure that it's actually something you want to do. And it's a business that you are actually passionate and excited about because that makes a huge difference. And never, you know, build a dream around somebody else's dream. So if it's not totally authentically your dream, then figure out what is authentically your dream and go after that because a dream or a goal should always be yours first and foremost. But yeah, you guys. Um, so back to breaking those generational patterns. Again, I just want to tell you that 
I know how hard it is. I know there are many great days in business. There are many days that make us excited. There are many days that help us to do like a happy dance and to make us jump for joy like a little kid. So there are many times that you win in your business, but there are also days where you feel like crap and you ask yourself, what the heck am I doing? Am I even cut out for this? And when you're having those days, you guys, I want you to dig really deep and remember your why first and foremost. Why are you starting this business? Why did you embark on this journey? And then I want you to remember that you are the one, you're still the one, and you're the one that is finally going to break this generational pattern in your family that has been going on for generations and generations and generations, you know, especially if you know of family members who have let their dreams die. You're the one who's going to show everyone in your family that it is possible and not to come at, not to say that, you know, it's a ego thing or like, yeah, I'm the best, right? Please don't take it that way, you guys, because that is totally... (laughs) That is totally heading in the wrong direction. But just think of your yourself as the way maker, but always stay humble, you know, always be willing to help people to get to where you are or even surpass you, right? Because the more people that are living in their dream, in their that are standing in their power, you know, that are being their truest and most authentic self, the more people that, you know, are successful in every sense of the word, you know, the much better this earth is going to be, right? The more we are all going to be able to help other people if we are all, you know, super successful in every sense of the word. So, you know, help people to, when you achieve a certain amount of success, when you achieve a milestone in your business, always help other people to get to where you are. Don't hold the the secret, right? The don't don't hoard all of the information to yourself. Help other people to get to where you are because the more people that have, you know, are succeeding and winning in life, the much better this world is going to be and the better of a world that we're going to leave behind for our kids and our kids' kids and all of our future generations. So always pull people up with you, you guys. And not to say like to let people run all over you. I'm not saying that as well. But, you know, you can give out tips and pointers. You can point people in the right direction. You can give people certain resources that will help you, that will help them. So always pull people up, right, with you. Um, And don't just, please don't be one of those people that's like, oh, I'm not going to give out any information, right? Don't, don't do that, you guys. That is not the best way to go. So, you know, always stay humble. And when you stay humble, you will be super, super blessed, right? But make sure you pull other people up with you. And, you know, this thing about you're the one, don't let it get to you. (laughs) Don't let it be like, yeah, I'm the best. Just think about it as, you know, I'm, I'm the one who is supposed to break this pattern. I'm tired of my family 
not living up to their dreams. I don't want to see my child not live up to his or her dreams. And I know that, you know, I'm the one it stops with me. And that's one thing about our children, you guys, like I pray over my son all the time. I pray over him. I anoint him with oil. We say a prayer before he goes to bed. I play a mantra that I recorded for him when he was very young that I play for that. I play for him nearly every single night, you know, saying, you know, I am happy. I am healthy. I am blessed. You know, I am abundant. I am powerful. I am strong. You know, I played that mantra over and over for him every night. He knows it now, which is amazing. He knows his little mantra. But, you know, I want to say, you guys, that You know, it is so important for us to be an example as well for our kids. We can tell our kids all day long, you can be whatever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do. But we have to live that. We have to embody that. And when I pray over my son, I say I speak those words to him. I speak life into him, you guys. I tell him that he can do and he can be whatever he wants. If he want if he chooses to work for somebody and has a night and he wants to have a nine to five, if that is his choice, when he becomes an adult, then that is fine. But I also speak life over him and tell him that he will have the power to choose. So if he wants to become a business owner, that is fine, you know, and I'm going to let him choose his path. You know, I'm not going to spoon feed him and tell him what he has to do, right? I'm going to let him choose his path, the path that is most aligned for him in his life. Life purpose, and I'm going to just be the one that does everything in my power to help him achieve his life purpose and whatever it is that, you know, he is here to do. But, you know, as he's sleeping, I speak those words into him and I let him know, like, you are going to be able to choose, like, you are going to be able to write your story. You know, the pen is in your hand. You write the chapters. You're not going to allow anybody else to write the chapters for you. And so, you know, as we're building our businesses, you guys, we are showing our kids, you have the power to choose, right? If they feel like, you know, either way is fine, whatever is most aligned with them, right? So if they feel like they want to work a nine to five in whatever field and build whatever career, if that is their life path and their purpose, that's beautiful. If they want to start a business, that is wonderful. If they, you know, want to travel around the world doing something internationally, that's wonderful, whatever the life path is. But you know, I think it's so important for us to be, you know, that that beacon of light to show our kids that you have the power to choose, right? Especially if you have lived that life where you've worked in your nine to five and now you're, you know, a successful business owner or on your way to becoming a successful business owner, you're going to be able to say to your kids, look, I lived both lives, right? Um, Here are the pros and cons of both, right? And you're going to be able to sit them down and show them both sides of the coin, right? So I think it's just so important to not only, you know, tell our kids, and it's beautiful to tell our kids you can do and be and have whatever you want, but I think it's 
even more empowering to actually show our kids you can do and be and have whatever you want. So I am going to leave you with that. I love you so much. And again, come and chat with me on Gratitude First. That is Gratitude1ST on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or TikTok. And we can chat about this episode or we can just chat about life. Just come and introduce yourself and say hi. Um, Also, if you are looking for 25 free ways to start and grow your business, this is by far my most popular freebie. So I am going to leave the link in the show notes um, so you can check that out. And it is totally a free download. And if you have gotten anything out of this episode or any of the other episodes on the Gratitude First podcast, I want to encourage you to leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps the podcast to be found by others, and it helps other people to plant their positive seeds and watch their gratitude gardens grow as well. I love you so much, and I thank you for taking time out of your busy day to chat with me. I I just am so grateful for you, and thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you have a wonderful week, and we will chat again soon. Bye.
Thank you for tuning into the Gratitude First podcast. Remember to subscribe for more positive episodes that plant seeds of goodness. Let's be friends on social. Come say hi to me on Instagram at Gratitude First. If you resonated with this episode, please leave a comment and spread the word about the podcast by telling everyone you know. I love you, stay blessed, and manifest those dreams. Have a magnificent day, Gratitude Gardeners.